opportunities. New partners, EG Tax. Well, hello, everybody. This is the tax lady, Esther Villias from EG Tax. And um, this is the beginning of uh, 2022. And I just want to wish you uh, the best uh uh, my wishes are for you to have the best 2022 uh, possible. And I know I'm joined in studio with Tiffany Fabian and Christopher Fabian. You guys would agree with that, wouldn't you? Uh, undeniably. Yeah. Most definitely. Absolutely. Happy New Year. Um, happy, safe New Year. I, I hope um, this finds its way to a close of the COVID uh, pandemic. And <clears throat> that is my hope. And um, some restoration to our economy, and, um, and well, you know, I, I mean, personally, um, I just think that it's too much fear. I, I just think fear doesn't help at all. I think you have to do what you can do, and sitting around being fearful doesn't help at all. But that's just my two cents on on the subject. Um, anyway, we want to talk about. We want to get you up to date on all the tax law changes that took place and we're gonna that's what we're gonna talk on this show about and of course anytime you want to just download an existing podcast that we've done uh we invite you to go to our website at egtax.com egtax.com estragoliastax.com all right right that's right oh that's what eg stands for no kidding Hey, I want to tell you, I've had people say that to me. <laughs> Why did you pick EG? Uh, because nobody can say Esther Gullius. It's They call me Edith Blocklock. So anyway. All right. So did you guys have a great Christmas? It was wonderful. It was just perfect. I was with both of my kids and... Um, it was, uh, it was perfect and I didn't want it to end. And uh, I also was around two beautiful puppies and they got along so well. And I just didn't wanted to go to, wanted the day to go on and on and on and on and on, you know? Yeah, that's great. Well, I, I know a lot of people, uh, the holidays is a very, a very tough time for them. So I hope everybody did have a good Christmas and a happy new year. Okay, let's talk about some of the changes that are coming down the pike. And they're really monumental changes, aren't they? I mean, they can, it can be, if if you fall into these categories one way or another, it can mean gigantic uh, tax law changes, right? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, with children now, you know, people who may not want to have any more children may want to start having children again. <laughs> or adopt. Or adopt. Yep. And then you get the adoption credit and the child tax credit, right? Yep. Okay, so let's talk about this. First of all, the stimulus is not dead, is it? Right. Right. If you didn't get it, you can uh, do a reconciliation on your 2021 return and apply for it. Okay. So now let's talk about this. When you say you didn't get it, does that mean just you? Or is there other people in your family if they didn't get it can get it? Uh, 
can you explain that? For sure. Everybody? It's anybody listed on your tax return because this is reconciling the third stimulus. So the third. Okay. So what? What if last year in 2021, your child was in college and decided that they wanted to claim themselves? Okay, and they they didn't put down the stimulus because they were they. Well, maybe the parents claimed them and didn't do the stimulus for them. Do do they now get a whack at the stimulus that they didn't get? Oh, are you talking stimulus one, two, or three? Well, the, I don't know. You tell me. Are we? Well, can the twenty twenty just three, right? The twenty the twenty twenty one a stimulus tax return is for stimulus three. Right. So if people didn't get the $1,400 per person back in March through the end of the year, then they have to reconcile that on their tax return. If so they, they, would get, they would get it now. Correct. Right. Correct. So that's something you have to be sure of to make sure that you got that $1,400 stimulus payment last year. And if you didn't, you can put that on your 2021 tax return. Yes. Right. Yes. Yep. Okay. If you didn't get stimulus one or, or two, <laughs> you would have to go back to your 2020 tax return and amend it. Um, it. And if the IRS says, no, we gave it to you, and you still say, I never got it, you have to do a Form 3911 for the IRS to do research to see where and, that... And I, and I think that there's a... I think there's probably a significant amount of people that didn't get one or the other of them for one reason or another. Like, for instance, maybe the bank account that they had, uh, it didn't go into it and it bounced back. So so on the first two, you actually have to amend that 2020 tax return. But for the third one, which was paid in 2021, you can do a reconciliation on the 2021 tax return and get it. Right. And that was $1,400 a person, which is right. a lot of money. So it's a lot of money. Well, I think you're gonna, we're going to find that there's a lot of money hanging out there all over the place. All right. The other thing is uh, business meals, if you're self-employed, are still 100% uh, deductible uh, if you if, if for business motivation or for, uh, for drumming up business, are still 100% percent deductible through 2021. So if you're doing your own return or you notice that your accountant said, oh, no, you can't do that, they changed that in 2020 so that in 2020 and 2021, business meals were 100% deductible as a way to stimulate restaurant income. That was cool. Right? That was very nice. And let's face it, I mean, people were limited in the amount of gatherings they were doing in those two years. So yet yeah, it's nice that they bumped it up to 100%. Yeah, those, the poor, but speaking of restaurants and businesses, the PPP money, remember the, the uh, P, uh, PPP loans uh, that people were able to get last year? Right. And, and the year before, and if they used that money for uh, their payroll, they were able to have the loan forgiven. You have to make sure that you back that out of your gross income because it's not taxable. 
Yeah. Right. So if you do QuickBooks and you recorded it as part of a deposit going into your account and you put it in as regular income, that's going to show up on your P&L. So you got to make sure you do a journal entry to remove that so you're not paying tax on extra money. And then the money that you used, if you used it for expenses, don't forget that you can deduct those monies. So don't forget to take that as a deduction. Right. Which is just remarkable. Yeah. Right. So clarifying this if you were a business that got the the ppp loan the payroll protection loan and you used the you used the funds for your payroll like you were supposed to and you applied to have the loan forgiven and it was forgiven then it is not income on your return now what if somebody did the ppp loan and they never asked to have it forgiven is it taxable to them? No, no, it's not. But it, but it, I mean, but the real shocker is when it's not taxable, and you can take the deduction for the expenses you paid, and it doesn't get included included as income. And I will tell you, if you're somebody that had PPP money and you never asked for it to be forgiven, you really shot yourself in the foot. Yep. Yep. I mean, there's businesses out there, they got 50000 to a million dollars. And, you know, I I wouldn't want to pay back that money if I didn't have to, you know. Right. Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, and, and this is the really sad thing uh, when you're dealing with finances and, and things that are changing, because let's face it, it was like a moving target the last couple of years, taxes with PPP and changes in tax law. People don't know what to do. And so they do nothing. But doing nothing is not a good idea because if you do, then you end up basically costing yourself money. Now, these people that didn't apply for the forgiveness of the loan, they're having to pay this this loan back. And it's a shame because if you did use that money uh, for payroll, you should have gotten it forgiven. And that's why you want to make sure you deal with people that you can get straight answers from. And that's and you can always call us at EG Tax and we will help you. There's no charge for us to give you uh, to answer a tax question, right? Yep. Never. Yep. yep. Just give us a call at 716-632-7886 and um, we will help you. Or go you. to our website, right? That's right, at egtax.com. Yep, and I'm on right. the SBA website. And if you still haven't got your second PPP forgiven and if you haven't done it, you have 10 months from the date you received the money. So, so if they got the money in June. They 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 have they ju- still have time. They still have time. So and so don't don't let it go. Don't go let it go by the board. Correct. Okay. And if you need All help, right, now, we'll give you. We will help you. Now, so moving it must be something with the P's. Moving from PPP to PPE. Those that's the uh, personal protection equipment uh, that was uh, that to protect against COVID. That PPE is deductible for teachers as part of their $250 tax deduction for classroom supplies. Right. So I don't know that uh, teachers knew that they, if they buy their own PPE, personal protection equipment, for as a teacher, then they're part of their $250 uh, supplies for classroom, which is an adjustment to income up to 250 is considered part of that. 
Yeah, and let's face right. it, it was really easy for our teachers to get over 250, I found, when I was doing their 2020 return because so many of them were thrust into working from home, so they had to buy their own computers and their own cameras and their own equipment to do virtual teaching. And so the 250 was really easy to overcome. And so a lot of them, if you live in New York State, we were able to put some of the expenses on the state return that flowed over um, because Lord knows the federal won't allow you to take job expenses any longer, but the state of New York still did. So lots of money spent for teachers. Right, absolutely. But again, you have to spend it in order to take it as an adjustment. Exactly. Right. So you just don't you just don't get to put two fifty down uh, without knowing that you are putting it down because you spent the money. Yeah, right? that's right. And then okay, and then it was a f- inflation adjustment. So now the uh, standard deduction is now twenty five one on the federal and twelve thousand five fifty if you're single. Um, on the state so that and then over and above that if you're over the age of 65 or blind you get a little larger standard deduction so the standard deduction continues to march on yep it's still going up yep yep and the only we have to 2025 before they can adjust it back to the old laws or keep the new ones in effect because that's when trump's expire right and so that's another four years three years all right, and then the earned income credit, there, there's big changes with the earned income credit. First of all, it got increased this year to 6728 That would be the maximum with income up to $57,414. Um, that's... Um, uh, and the earned income credit is up to $1,502 if you don't have children and um, uh, and you're working. And so that's a large increase in the earned income credit for people without children. And it's available to seniors now over the age of 65. So that's another big change. So if you have a senior that's working um, and their income is on the lower end, then they can qualify for the earned income credit and get up to $1,502 back, even though they don't have children. But if they, but if you, you are a family uh, with income under 57,414 with children, then your maximum earned income credit is 67.28. And on the state of New York, the state of New York follows suit with the federal, right? Yeah. And so you actually get a refundable earned income credit on New York state as well. Yeah. And let's face it, if you drive down the road, help wanted, help wanted, help wanted. And so everybody's looking for people to work for them. And so these seniors now, what a great eye opening uh, venture is that they now have the potential of claiming earned income credit. And I think um, what a great population to have that afforded to them, you know? Right. I mean, uh, it's tough, especially with with everything going up. Yes. I mean, Fixed Mama income. Mia, you, you go to fill up your car and you think, wow, when will you take out a mortgage for this? I, I mean, it's really expensive. Well, my almost son-in-law says that plug-in cars are the way to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, pretty soon. Well, you know, the other day, all right, so I, yeah. I got The other day I was at Walmart yeah. and I was leaving the parking lot and they have a charging station there right yeah and there was like seven people standing around and i pulled up and i said hey can i ask you guys a question (laughs) oh yeah yeah how long do you have to stand here and wait for your car to get charged and they said about an hour oh my god i thought 
How stupid. Well, Al said the charge will last for how many hours? Oh, well, it's it's like 330 miles. Right. And it could go forever, it, you know, stay charged. But he said it was about a half an hour. I'm going, okay, but if you're going on a long road trip, you, you know, you want to just keep getting gas and go, gas and go. You don't want to right, wait a half right. an hour. Right. To an hour And then the time. other thing is they don't seem to realize that the energy to charge their cars come from fossil fuels, which then they use at the electric plant to produce the the energy. So anyway, I'm not, you, as you can hear, I'm not. A, but are, by the way, are you, you on do, a, are you on a stick? Uh, am I on a stick? Uh, you know, like when you get on a, a stand and you start saying your your views. Are you, you know, you, I, I, you know, I'm just saying we got a little sidetracked. Uh, side yeah, I know. But, you know, and the other thing is if you do buy one of these energy efficient cars, these uh, non-gas cars, an electric vehicle, you can get a refundable credit um, uh, when you do your tax return. Right. Right. If there's so a there's a limit provided, to... provided that that uh, that there was not more than sixty thousand units sold, correct, and you would qualify for the credit. And when you're in the car dealership, they would know how many units were sold. Yeah, and I think my almost son-in-law said that um, Teslas are all filled up and they're they're done. There's no right. more left. Right, right. But That's the correct. other ones, I think. GE, but you can Google Je- it. General you can Motors. Google it. You can Google it and say uh, electric vehicle credit uh, and the, uh, which cars are available, and they'll tell you what's what's available and how much you would get. And so it's a substantial uh, credit, too. Yep, it really is. Right? Okay. Um, don't for – oh, yeah, boy, don't forget that uh, to take your – um, second installment of your COVID pension IRA withdrawal on this year's return if you split it up over three years. So let's say in 2020, you lost your job and you needed money, so you took $100,000 out of your pension and you said, well, I'm going to sp- split it up 33333, 33333, 33333, 33333, over three years. Well, the first year, most people, when they took out the 100000 had withholding, and so they got, a, they got a great big refund. This year, the 33333 goes on this year's return, and you don't have any withholding to um, help pay for those taxes. And if you're in the 10% bracket, it'll be about 30 uh, actually, with the state of New York, it'll be about five thousand bucks that you would owe in taxes on that money. So you, don't forget it; it'll hold up your tax return, cause you penalties and interest, and be be aware that you can actually do a fourth quarter estimate if you think you're going to have that problem. Yeah, and a lot of my clients are going to be really sad because um, when we did the th- splitting it up in three last year. All of the withholdings went on last year's return, so they right. saw a great big windfall from it. Right. And this year, when we do the second installment, they don't have any withholdings to back up against it, and so they're really going to feel the pinch. And don't forget, right. people still have time to put the money back in Not the IRAs. Time. Oh, and that's well, they, a great point. I mean, they have to the end of next year, twenty twenty-two. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep, right. Yep. 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 So, for instance, let's say you have equity in your house, and house values are going way up. You know, and let's face it, with the state of New York, you might be in the 25% bracket federal, uh, 6% on New York State. Uh, 
And so you're at 31%, but you can borrow the money at 4%. You might be smarter to take out a home equity credit line and pay uh, pay that um, that in, that second and third installment off so that um, so that you don't get stuck with the, the big bills the next couple next couple of years. Yeah. And for two, you have put the money back in. So you really have paid off the debt. You're now back. Your pension plan is refunded again, and you're going to pay at a much lower rate than what you would have paid in taxes. Yeah. So, and if you have a question and you want to plan that out, um, give us a buzz. I know uh, before the end of the year, some of my clients were planning one sold a big piece of rental property. And so we're always here to run the numbers for you. And so that's just something you should do. And something I wanted to go back to, I don't want to skip over it with your income credit. On the state of New York, there is an earned income credit for parents who are paying court-ordered child support through the New York State Collection Unit. And, and so they, if they would have qualified in it for non-custodial parents. So if you're a non-custodial parent, in other words, the child doesn't live with you, and you're paying uh, child support through New York State Collection, and everything's up to date, you're paying what you should, you also would get an earned income credit on the state of New York, even though you wouldn't get one on the federal. Right, right. The non-custodial EIC, oh, yeah. which is a right. wonderful. Right. So tool. I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that because I think a lot of people forget about that. Right, and and the, the big thing is you have to be paying the New York State Child Support Agency. You can't be giving the money directly to the other parent of the child. Right. It's got to be through the New York State um, Child Support Agency. Yeah. Right. Yes. And you got to be. Current. In other words, they're taking it right out of your paycheck, and it's going right to them. Correct. Okay, so I wanted to mention that. Um, okay, so moving along here, big news this year is the child tax credits um, can be $3,600 for children under the age of six, under the age of 18, 3000 till till the age of six, and that would be for people who have income of 75000 or less, and they're single, 150000 filing a joint return. If it exceeds that, then you go into the old uh, uh, child tax credit, which would then be up to two thousand um, dollars, until your income gets to around four hundred thousand dollars. So it's thirty six hundred, three thousand, and if your income's over one hundred and fifty, married filing a joint return, there's a phase out, and you go end up with a two thousand dollar child tax credit. But more than anything, yeah, you you're ready, to, ready to say it. Dr- drum roll. You have to reconcile the money that they sent you uh, in August, September, October, November, December in advance uh, on form. There's form 6471 that they're I think it's 6471 that they're going to be sending you telling you how much you got in advance. And that goes against uh, those uh, refundable child tax credits. Yeah. And what I was about to say is a big change in the law this year is you don't even have to have wages in order to get the child tax credit. And so, right. You don't even have to file, right? I mean, you didn't even have to file and you're going to, you can get this. Well, I think uh, you've got to file with no income and then get the money that way. Right. Right. But I'm just saying if you had been, let's say, let's say you're a, a mom at home and you weren't working and you didn't think you'd get the earned income credit, but now with this child tax credit, you would get it. So if you haven't had a file ever, you now want to file because you got the $100 from the state of New York, right? Yep. 
and you have these this gigantic uh, potential credit of thirty six hundred or three thousand um, uh, for each one of one of your kids, depending upon their age. So it's really, really important. But you have to reuse that reconciliation against what you got paid, uh, so it doesn't mess up your refund. Exactly. Yep. Right. Because right on the form it says. And how it's, about how about if I just take a whack at it? I'll just guess at it. Yeah, your refund will be delayed. It says it right on the form. If you right. don't so match, your refund will be delayed. And they're real, so you want, and they're really short staffed over there. And you really want to make sure that you aren't so much in a hurry to file your return because all you'll be is very sad because if you haven't done it correctly, they will hold up the refund. Right. And uh, there's many people I know who are still waiting. Yep, most definitely. And give us a buzz. I could hook you up with the practitioner priority line, and we'll try to get a pulse on your refund. Right, a pulse on your refund. Okay, yeah. so do we, we are almost done. We are almost done. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, don't forget your RMD. If you're 72, you could push it off until April to take the first payment if you didn't take it last year and you'd have to double dip. Um, unemployment, make sure you get your forms from, from New York State. Don't think they're going to mail it to you. They won't. you got to make sure that you download it and make sure your bank accounts are correct. Because And this is the time to get your bank accounts correct because if, if you give them bad information, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? And anyway, you can also go to our website. We'll have all of this uh, information. You can listen to our radio show on Saturdays on WBEN from 3 to 4. Until next time, I'm Esther Golias with Tiffany Fabian, Christopher Fabian. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New friends, new opportunities, new partners.